Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is Josh, and I'm your Push Coach. Thank you so much for joining me for season three of my podcast, where my mission is to help coaches, leaders, and entrepreneurs to find purpose and passion in their work while turning it into a six and even seven figure coaching business. But before we dive into today's episode, let me just share a little bit about me. After making only two sales in my entire first year of business, I've gone on to create a multi-million dollar coaching business, helping people just like you to find confidence, clarity, and become leaders that change the world. On this show, you're gonna get tools and resources that are gonna help you to make success easier than you ever thought possible. We're gonna help you reprogram your beliefs and mindset for success and create a program that gives your clients massive results. Also, I would love to give you a free copy of my brand new book, The Best Version of You. Head over to joshcoats.com to grab a copy and learn the exact strategies that I have used to build a multi-million dollar coaching business. I'm so excited to have you here today. Let's dive in. Hello, my friends. Let's dive right in today to chapter four, section two. Two, life mission. Your life vision is the thing that keeps you fighting for yourself and your loved ones. But if you don't combine it with your life mission, you run the risk of finding yourself feeling selfish and unfulfilled. You might also find yourself outgrowing your life vision and feel like there's nothing left for you to do. Every time I teach on life vision at a retreat or workshop, there is one person who speaks up and says something like, what about me? I already have a lot of money and I'm content. I don't need anything else. There are a few words that get me fired up with anger. One of them is content. Somewhere, someone told us that being content was the most important thing in life. We use this word to try to make it sound like we aren't selfish because only a selfish person would have everything they need and still want more, right? I believe that the person who has everything they need and never takes the time to help others is the most selfish person in the world. Saying you're content just means you got all of your dreams and forgot that the world around you is still in pain. Until there are no problems left in the world, there will always be more work to do. That is where the life mission comes in. Your life mission is the thing you feel compelled to fix in the world. I'll never forget the day I was driving home in my Nissan Xterra from a day of detailing cars. I was thinking about the work I was doing in my new business as a life coach, and I had this conflicting excitement. On one hand, I was so excited about where I believed this journey would take me. On the other hand, I was frustrated at how slowly I was progressing. I said out loud to God, I will do whatever I have to do to figure out this business thing. And when I do, I'll spend the rest of my life teaching others how to do the same. That is still my biggest motivation for the many training courses I've put out. And the reason I just recently launched my own life coach certification program. I'm committed to being a cure for the thing that used to be my biggest pain. I'm so desperately moved by the desperation in the world around me. I can't drive home from the coffee shop during rush hour without asking myself, what are all of these people doing? Spending their mornings and evenings stuck in traffic to work at a job they hate. I can't go to a coffee shop without running into a local friend who is working on a, on a side hustle. It doesn't matter what project I have going on. I have to pause and give them some of my time. Whether it's an idea I can share with them or even just a hug and a reminder that they're on the same path, my mission is the blood flowing in my veins. 
The older I get, 39 now, the more my mission matters and the less a lake house matters. The older I get, the more I want to give and the less I need to receive in advance. I've recently been inspired by the intro of a book I read in an airport. It was talking about a leader who connects. I would tell you the title of the book, but if I'm being honest, the rest of the book wasn't very good. The intro changed my life, but I just couldn't get into anything else in the book. But I will share with you the portion of the intro that did change my life. The idea was that leaders need to take initiative to connect with other leaders with no agenda. Leaders need to take the time to connect with people because they care, not because they want something in advance. I will admit that over time, I've learned to protect my schedule. I wanted to protect my energy to make sure I could give my best to the people who earned it and have plenty left for my family. But I forgot something that I teach all the time. When you spend enough time with the right people, you don't lose time or energy. Time and energy are both multiplied when you surround yourself with the right people. The last several weeks, I've been saying yes to anyone who is a person of influence. I've been going out of my way to connect with people who I know are making a difference in the world. I'm not connecting so that I can get into their circle. I'm not looking for a speaking opportunity. I'm connecting because I know the power of leaders coming together. I'm looking for a way to serve someone who I know is out there changing the world. I know that if I can encourage them, I'll also be encouraged. I know that if I encourage them, they will encourage someone else. During my meditation time in the pool this morning, I prayed this out loud. I am seeking out the people who are making a difference. I am connecting with leaders of leaders so that I can change the world by empowering other leaders. As I'm writing this, I'm a few days away from a trip to Arizona. I'm traveling to Scottsdale, Arizona to an event that is being put on by a, a company I've worked with a lot in the past. I'm not associated with the actual company, but many of the sales reps inside the company hire me for leadership training and life coaching. A few thousand of them will gather together for this event. Normally, I wouldn't go because I didn't get an invite, but this year I was chatting with one of the top leaders and she was struggling big time. I asked how many people in her company were struggling with the same issue. All of them, she said. I'm coming. I don't care if I have an invite. I'm getting an Airbnb, and I'm having several of them over to my house for a workshop. While I'm there, I'll be inviting past clients to stop by for dinner. I just feel in my soul that if I don't take massive action to recharge the leaders in this specific company, there could be some really rough days ahead. There is no worse scenario for the future of a company than for its leaders to lose hope and confidence. The leaders in this company have been very good to me. They've flown me across the country and even to Canada to speak at events and retreats. They've opened many doors for me, and they will always have a special place in my heart. So I'm committed to recharging them, and I don't need anything out of it. I'm not going to Scottsdale to try to land a new client. I'm not going because it will look good on Instagram. I'm going because there are leaders who need me. What is it that you are currently working toward in life? Or maybe there's something you've already conquered that has created a passion inside of you. I once heard that when you find the thing in the world that brings tears to your eyes, you know you have found both your conviction and your calling. I grew up in a house that was religious to the extreme. To be clear, religion can be a very healthy thing, but when taken to the extreme, it can be very damaging. We had an obsession with what we called sin. We spent more time talking about what was a sin than we did talking about God's love. 
We overanalyzed everything in the world to try to find all of the things that were sinful so we could make sure to avoid them. I don't use the word sin in my everyday vocabulary anymore, but there is one singular thing that I still see as a sin. To me personally, the only way to sin is to find your calling and conviction and ignore it. There is a whole chapter on spirituality later in the book, but I wanted to go ahead and make this point now. Ignoring your calling is the fastest way to find yourself spiritually dead. And the quickest way to reignite your life from the inside out is just to say yes to that inner calling. You might not know what it looks like to do the thing your heart is calling for, but it is your inner light, and it will guide the way for you. If you will just commit to following that purpose, it will open doors for you and lead you places you never thought possible. What a shame it would be to take up space on this planet for decades and never even give in to the reason and purpose you were put here. I tell my clients all the time that the day I can no longer add value to the world around me, I'm ready to get out of here. I enjoy Netflix, and there are some great movies out there, but the pain of this world isn't worth being here if the only thing you have to look forward to is the next episode of your favorite show. There is a world out there that needs your voice. If you don't feel like you fit in, all the more reason the world needs you. Are you the first in your family to try? Good. You can set a new trend. You can make the path easier for someone else. My mission started with making an easier path to success for my kids, but it then extended to everyone in the world who identifies with my story in any way. Regardless of your background, religion, ethnicity, or sexual orientation, the world needs you to stand up proud and do what you do. If we're being real, the more different you feel you are, the more this world needs you. This world already has enough perfect and pretty people to look up to. I think it's about time we gave the world some new faces to look to. If I had been born into wealth or graduated from Stanford or was a child prodigy, you might still read my story, but you wouldn't be as inspired. I bet the reason you are inspired by my story is because I'm a kid from Hayesville, Kansas, who found himself detailing cars and playing in rock bands on the weekend. We love to worship the stories of perfect people because it excuses us from trying. But we relate to the stories of imperfect people. John Maxwell says that if you want to impress someone, share your wins. But if you want to inspire someone, share your losses. It's time to stop using your past and weakness as an excuse. Decide today that your pain is your superpower. Coaching questions. Number one, the most important thing you will ever learn about motivation is simply this. Motivation is a fill in the blank. I have found that motivation is no longer needed when you have something more powerful, and I call it blank. Life vision coaching questions. This is just a starting place to get your brain working. If you want to learn more on how to coach yourself, make sure to check out my other resources at joshcoats.com. One, imagine your life five years from now. If you could have and do anything you want, what would it look like? Two, what are a few goals you want to accomplish? Three, what would you do for a living if you could choose? Four, what kind of money would you make per year?
Five, what kind of life experiences would you be able to give your loved ones? Six, how would this new life make you feel? Seven, how would this new life impact your legacy? Life mission coaching questions. One, what is a specific thing in the world that breaks your heart when you see it and compels you to take action? Two, what is something you have personally struggled with that you had to work to overcome? Three, what are some power adjectives that you think of when you think of yourself? Example, strong, courageous, energetic, steady, bold, calm. Four, can you put some of those ideas into a simple one to two sentence mission statement that says who you are and what you want to give to the world? Here's my personal mission statement as an example. I am an energetic force of light, pushing entrepreneurs to reach their full potential. Need help with your mission statement? Try asking four or five friends what positive adjectives they think of when they think of you. Sometimes other have better words for us than we do. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in, for listening to this chapter. I didn't have any like fun intro or anything like that. I'm experimenting with something new. You know, sometimes I listen to a podcast. It was a whole bunch of talking at the beginning. I'm like, can we just get to the point? So um, one of the things that I want to try doing is having less at the beginning so we can just like jump right into what we're talking about and then maybe have a little more conversation at the end. So the conversation um, from today about this, this life mission of making a difference in others, I really do believe that this is something. I wrote an email about this the other day, and I even did a bonus uh, podcast this last week on it talking about how – I believe leaders are starting to lose their purpose. And let me explain what I have just personally seen in like the coaching industry, okay? I saw that during a pandemic, online business became easier than it's ever been because everyone was stuck at home and everyone needed some type of like an online coach or consultant or, or whatever it is you do. So online business just exploded in 21. And then... I can't remember because years are starting to all run together right now, but sometime in 22, the world opened back up and online business took a hit. I mean, like a major freaking hit. And here's what I saw happen. I saw a lot of people that got spoiled by how easy business was in 2020 and 21. And when it got more challenging in 22, there was almost this Fear of it just spread like, oh my God, online business doesn't work anymore. Like, how hilarious is that? That online business, like, like the whole world is just going to devolve and stop using online business. But this is how our head can like get to us. Because remember, our head is rooted in weakness and scarcity and, and, and doubt and fear and judgment and shame. So our head is literally looking for a reason to quit so that we can go back to something that we think is safer. But the reality is our heart is always calling us to abundance. It is always calling us to purpose and to potential and to love. And does business sometimes go through seasons where things are a little bit harder? Absolutely. But we have to be so careful in those seasons to lean into our heart, not to our head. And so what I've seen a lot of people do, and I, I might even do one more bonus session on this. I've, I've seen a lot of top leaders actually give less, like less, give, yeah, I guess that's English. I don't know. Sometimes I don't speak English. Give less and less and less and less of themselves to their people and make 
bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger boundaries until the point where they're like just like not even really around anymore. And to me, that's such a like to me, that's just like such a head reaction instead of a heart reaction. Like when people are struggling more, like this is just the way I see business. If business is getting harder, I need to give more of myself, not less of myself. I need to get more creative, not less creative. And I just see so many people and, and hear about so many people like, oh, I don't do that anymore because there's not enough people who want to do that. And it's like, yeah, but so, so what are we doing? Like, what are we doing, guys? Are we just sitting around hoping that it like one day just gets easier again? And business has had ups and downs for me over the last couple of years. We've still trended upwards, but it has definitely had some ups and downs. But the reality is I just always go back to the drawing table and say, what do people need right now? What do people want right now? And, and I will say right now, in my opinion, if I could give, if, if, if I could give like a projection, you know, those guys on the news that are like, this is what's going to happen with the stock market. Well, I think that they're all idiots. Um, but I will give you my projection for online business. As my diva light falls over. Uh, this is my projection for online business. Over the next year or two, people will be less and less and less and less interested in groups and programs that come with little access. Okay. And that was the way I built my business. You know, I did one on ones, but then I did kind of like these lower access groups where it was like hundreds of people were in the group. In my opinion, people care less and less and less and less and less about groups with hundreds of people and they want more access. If you want to thrive over the next year or two, my advice would be get back to offering more one-on-one -on -one services and small group services. If you are a leader who has a team, you really, 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 really need to step into a leadership role and say, and now no, don't get me wrong, boundaries are okay. We always need to have boundaries, okay? But you're going to have to get more creative and stop just throwing people into groups with thousands of people and saying, figure it out. There's plenty of resources. There's plenty of things. Just figure it out. People need access. They pay for access. They expect access. One of the things that we're doing in my life coach certification, because I have had someone else that does a lot of the facilitating is bringing me more and more into the program. Same with our master coach program. This morning, I did a two-hour call for our master coaches to let them see like what it's like when I coach people to experience so that they could learn from the different things um, that I do. And I just, this, I really fully believe this with all of my heart, that if you want your business to completely fall apart over the next year, the very best way to do that is to keep throwing people into groups with thousands of people and saying, figure it out. It's all there. If you want your business to thrive, you're going to have to get back to walking with people. Okay, you have to get back to actually coaching them on a personal level and being there for them on a personal level. And some of you are like, ah, I hate that. And I'll be real. It as a leader, it's way easier to run a group with thousands of people than to have to show up and answer lots of questions. But we as leaders, our job, our job is to serve people at their needs. Now, again, there are, of course, boundaries to that, right? Like in my, in my programs, like 
you have to pay to get access to these programs where I do that. Maybe you're a leader of a team and maybe it's not the same as like paying, but maybe it's some type of like a show up rate or something like that. You can always charge what you need to charge to make sure it's worthwhile. But what has got to stop is charging money for groups of thousands of people where there's no real access or intimacy or connection with the leader they wanted to be a part of. That is just my take. That is what we are doing with my business. We are giving um, more access than ever before. Now we're being smart about it. I'm not on Zoom for five hours every single day. We're being really smart with how it goes on my calendar to make sure that I'm able to actually do it without, you know, I have personal boundaries and that's just what it is. I have four kids, take them to school in the morning, pick them up in the afternoon. I've really only got about four hours a day to work my business, but pretty much every single day is some type of a call on my calendar that is either a small group session or some type of one-on-one -on -one call that we have given to people as a part of the group. And I will say, the more smaller group and one-on-one -on -one stuff you do, the more you're able to really dig in and find out what is going on in your people's, in your clients' lives, what is going on in their brains, and that is what keeps you connected. And if you lose that connection, it's only a matter of time before things start to slip. So that's my hot take today. <laughs> I hope that helped someone. If you think that that helps someone else that you're connected to, pass it along. I really, really, really think this last part, really this, this whole podcast, I really think it's needed right now. I just keep hearing from leader after leader after leader after leader. I keep hearing this over and over and over. Well, people aren't showing up. So, you know, they got everything they need. They, they, they can either figure it out or not. Well, that's a real fucked up way to think as a leader, okay? Of course, it's okay to create boundaries. Of course, it's okay to run your business the way you want to run it. But as leaders, we got to take our ego and we got to throw it out the door. And we got to say, I'm here to serve people. I'm here to help people. And if I actually have, you know, like a, a lower show up rate or less people interested, that just means I need to do a better job of getting out to the people and finding out what's going on. The more connected you are to the individuals, the better you can create resources that serve people and keep them connected and wanting to be a part of what you're doing. The less personal time you're spending with people, the more disconnected you become, and the more your business will continually fall apart. Okay. I say that to hopefully give you a warning to hopefully tell you how to fix this. It's, 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 it's not that hard guys. It's not, you just have to return to your place of purpose and return to your place of passion. And when you start reconnecting with people, you're going to be like, oh, my God, that's what I was missing. Duh, people need this. So, okay, cool. Let's go create that for people. Let's go do that for people, all right? I love you guys so much. I believe in you so much. I hope this helped you. I hope it empowered you. I want you to remember that everything you need is already living on the inside. All of the resources you'll ever need are right under your nose. Love you. Have a good one, and I'll see you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in today to Your Push Coach. I hope you enjoyed so much of this deep dive into the tips and strategies you can use to build your coaching business. If you want to hear more episodes just like this, please make sure and subscribe to the podcast to get notified when a new episode releases every week. Also, make sure and tag me over on your stories wherever you're listening to the show so that I can share them over to my stories. Remember, you are worthy of everything you want in life. 
You are capable of everything you want in life. You have infinite creativity and wisdom and life and love living on the inside of you. So go be a light today in the people you serve. I will see you next time.